I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on TMS, I need time off for chode maintenance. Do payphones have changed because I like really wanted to know? Taste the rainbow. Puke the rainbow. Whoa, black pudding, bam, bam. <laughs> All cats are dicks. Why don't you just use a tennis racket? Wonder Pig has a big ass. Eggs fresh from the butt. It's the final payphone. Doodaloo-doo. <laughs> Tony Braxton Hicks. I'm five again, and it's terrible. That's not an ace. It's a club. Littered with puffins. Journey to Hellhole Road with Amy. Everything but Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I just got kicked out of church for saying the devil. <laughs> what the f-? I thought we hated that motherfucker. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. Better than a pound of jam in your pants. Nibbit will have a pound of uh, a kind of jam in his pants when he rides the MS-150. <laughs> I will, yes. Yeah, that's coming uh, up. What are we, like days? Or, no, 23 weeks. days, three weeks away. So basically, um, like uh, three weeks from Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did I mention I'm not going to be available for uh, film sack? <laughs> I probably should. Probably should, should bring that up. Yeah, we uh, should probably work out that whatever uh, we're going to do. I'm going to need a day off of uh, film sack, mm-hmm. boss. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be rubbing your uh, rubbing your chode, and uh, <laughs> jeez, you know. Well, I mean, I look. won't be rubbing it. I'll be applying some goo to it, but uh, yeah, but no rubbing, no, no no rhythmic rubbing of the chode, right? No uh, rhythmic rubbing of the chode, no. uh, unless you count unless you count uh, six hours of bicycle seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rubbing you don't want, the rubbing you didn't ask for. Yes, exactly. The whole the whole reason you have that uh, butter the. Indeed. The rubbing of the bicycle seat. Indeed. Finally going to be warm enough for me to bike outside again today. Finally, after a week of rain and 50-degree temperatures and stuff like that. So. Been super cold snappy here as well. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Something in the uh, Intermountain West where we're just like, hey, remember remember winter? How about a little extra mm-hmm. winter? How about that? Mm-hmm. We even had some flurry snow the other day, which made no sense. Uh, but yeah, it's supposed to warm up here as well. Well, that's good because, you know, <clears throat> got to get all the rides in you can. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, we're glad to be here today, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's June 2nd, 2022. It's TMS. I'm Scott and that's Brian. And uh, we have a show to do. Hey, a uh, little shorter yeah. today. No windy today. Uh, just a note. I've got a meeting I must attend. Uh, it makes us have to end a little early. It's not quite half a show, but it's, you know, 
It's it's basically two thirds a show, two thirds of a show. Sure, almost a full show. It's everything but Wendy today, right? It's everything but Wendy, uh, exactly. Yeah, still have Wendy in the middle. Still have Amy. Sure, one little segment. You'll all survive. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, unless you really needed to hear from Wendy, but I promise you, even therapists need a break sometimes. That's right. We're giving her the week off. Um, All right, I uh, I ate a bubble, and I'm a little concerned. Let me tell you how that went down. Okay. <clears throat> yesterday <clears throat> excuse me my my uh <clears throat> my voice wow my uh, allergies man it's killing me this year yeah. uh little boy hanging out of the house his name is van he is uh technically my grandson uh but uh, it's almost like he's my own kid that's how i feel about him he's just a sweet little little turd and i just love him and he's great oh he's he's over his uh covid run and the whole family's better now they're all good uh dylan still everything still tastes funny to him but other than that, they're they're all fine. So <clears throat> they came to hang out yesterday, and he loves bubbles. So we get the big bubble, uh, you know, the big ring, the you wand. Yeah, yeah, right. You take it outside, and it's huge. is it the flexible big ring? Like it's a like you basically have to hold it in two places. Or oh is it no, just those like are cool big... though. Those are those yeah. are the best. That's those are the ones that produce like the bubbles that you'll never forget. This one's a little bit more like it's like you're holding it. the fine edges of a ping pong paddle, uh, Photoshop kind of yeah. It's yeah, big, it's yeah. it's slightly it's like tennis racket size, but it's yeah. a single you know hold it with your hand kind of thing. Why don't you just use a tennis racket? Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Would that work? You would have a ton of little bubbles. Of absolutely would work. Yeah, That's interesting. Hmm. Someone's done this. I should find the video. Yeah, it's, uh, it's TikTok. The whole TikTok. Uh, oh hell yeah! Like if you if you haven't if this isn't on YouTube or TikTok, then what are we what are we even doing? Right, exactly. Yes. So anyway, he's out there with his big bubble maker, and uh, at one point he makes one so big that it floats for a good long while, and he's super excited about it. And I'm not really paying attention at this point. I'm I'm back there with the girls, Kim and the my two daughters, and and this thing's just sort of floating. And I turn around and just in time. To all be taking in a breath of air, a little stuffy in the nose from the from the allergies, and I breathe sure. in right as a bubble pops right in my face, and I suck in most of the uh, soap material that the bubble is made of. <laughs> and I have to admit, I haven't. There's something that brought like I don't know how to explain this. You know, in Ratatouille, when the guy eats eats at the table, he's like the grumpy reviewer guy. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes. He's a little kid again, and he remembers oh, his mother's yeah, 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 ratatouille. Yeah. It's it was like that, except I had a. It was like I was taken back to being five or six when I ate when I accidentally accidentally ate bubbles or something. Sure, and it was kind of traumatic. That, <laughs> that flavor, like you know exactly what you're talking about. Like it's a, uh, it's a. It's an interesting flavor profile, but uh-huh. I mean, it's one of those things that they say that um, scent and taste are like the two things that that uh can trigger memories yeah and that's i think that's really what it was and it was powerful mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh I, I, i'm five again and this is a terrible experience it was weird <laughs> right because as, yeah. as a five-year-old it's not something that happens accidentally you try it you're like oh my god i want to eat one of those things mm-hmm. and you eat it and then realize well that was a really bad idea yeah and which is what you know you do that a lot when you're younger because you don't know any better and you know, all the way up through high school, I had friends who were crushing yeah. and snorting sweet tarts. So what, what did we know? We were a dumb generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that happened. But it was it was nice to see the boy. <laughs> oh, the worst part, though, is he spent the day. Kim can't say no to him. Like, if he wants treats, if he wants gummies, he wants snacks, he wants whatever. Not those kind of gummies, people. <laughs> um, Kim is like, sure, go for it. And he loves... Uh, 
you know, he loves mainly those fruit snacks. Just loves them. Just could eat mm-hmm. fruit sure. snacks all day, which he kind of did on and off. <laughs> okay. And I uh, get this text from Taylor this morning. Uh, I guess Van is up hurling all night. Not because oh, no. he doesn't have any kind of bug or anything. He just ate too much. Puke the rainbow. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Puke the rainbow. Yeah, taste the rainbow again. Although this time, yes, slightly digested way, rainbow. way out. Yes. Oh. Yeah, poor kid. So he was up hurling uh, fruit snacks. And I said, well, Kim, what do you think of that? She says, well, I'm still not going to say no. I'm, it's, it's, too, he's too, <laughs> it's her job. She's right. yeah, supposed course, to spoil exactly. him. Yeah. If, if he was puking at her house, maybe it'd be a different story. But, oh, uh, no, you guys kind of get to get to yeah. load him up and then push him away to the Exactly. <laughs> to You're totally right about this. All right. So yeah. uh, I have something to share with you because I just think you'd really dig this. Cool. Okay. I don't know why. I thought of you. Well, I do know why. Because you're, you know, you're a Vegas guy. You like games of chance. There's something about the mystique of it all that attracts Brian and his very brightly colored shirt that he's wearing. (laughs) That's right. Um, I found a game. Don't look, Marion. Don't look directly at it. (laughs) Yeah, don't look at it, Marion. Shut your eyes. Uh, There's a little game. Just came out today. Uh, An indie game, indie title. Came out from uh, Digital or uh, from uh, Devolver Digital. They make a lot of great indie titles. And they put out a game today called Card Shark. I put car in the chat and the thing, but it's card. <laughs> you did that to throw me off because you knew I'd Google it to see uh, what. Uh, <laughs> you were going to spoil the surprise. Yeah. yeah. How smart of me. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a game called Card Shark, oh, and it's this. set in, uh, in chat, and I'm playing some video for the chat. Um, it's set in, the, in, in uh, old, old-timey France, like. Yeah. 1800s oh, or something. Oh, I love, I already love the look of this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the whole point of the game is not playing cards. It's cheating at cards. So <laughs> you, uh, your job, you well, when you, when you start, you're a little waiter guy at a, at like a beast, a French bistro and there are people in there gambling and drinking and stuff. And they're all yeah. wearing their hoity toity, you know, King, King uh, Louis looking clothes. And, you know, it's definitely from that era, the very unique sure. art style. And uh, some some shysters in there and and sucks you in. This is just part of the tutorial. He sucks you into being the waiter that kind of only pours a drink or wipes the table when he's looking at some other player's cards across the table. Gotcha. And so okay. so right. he'll be over there pouring a drink, and you actually literally have to pour a drink, glance at this dude's cards over his shoulders, see how many of. A certain suit, he like if it, if he has uh-huh. prominently diamonds, then you have to go wipe the table in the pattern that you've both it's, decided means diamonds. Gotcha. Okay. And then All the right. other oh guy can can win the money. So he's you know he's just he's a cheat and he's cheating everybody. And your job is to help him do that. Now later on, you become a player yourself and you learn a bunch of other cheats. And yeah. I haven't gotten that far. I barely cracked into it. But, yeah, I'm seeing like shoving cards up your sleeve and uh, yeah. dealing from the bottom of the deck. This yeah. is hilarious. It's really, wow. really cool. And the art style and the animation and stuff is some of the most unique stuff I've seen in, in years. Yeah. I really, really dig it. And it's only 16 bucks, and it's on Mac and PC. It's very cool. Yeah. So far. It's coming just, to Switch, to Swatch. Swatch. But, uh, oh, perfect. Because you know what? It's best on controller for sure. Is it really? Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, As opposed to playing, you can on do, a you can desk. do mouse and keyboard, no problem. But it's just mm-hmm. even it even tells you in the beginning. We recommend a controller if you can or okay. something. So you go and your OC chat. He's pouring the wine, and you have to be careful because if you overpour, you'll cause 
you'll seem nervous and the other guy will have a suspicion meter that you're cheating. You you could do this in the old West or something if they wanted to. They didn't, but (laughs) that's totally what it could have been is it could have been a cowboy thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Right. Easily. It feels like it. Yeah. And I don't even know what game they're playing. Like it's not even, I don't know if it's poker. Uh, At least I'm not far enough to tell because it doesn't actually matter. All that matters. Like some sort of poker with like how many cards they have and stuff. The, um, all right, I'm seeing if like the the Steam version is discounted right now, which yes. is uh, which is great. Okay, yeah. you know what? On um, on Switch, it's only 19.99, so it's only three bucks more than the discounted Steam version, and um, I kind of like that uh, that that format, being able to play it on the uh, on the Switch. Yeah, you should. It's very good. I'm super impressed with it. Uh, I mean, Devolver Digital. I don't Digital. do this often, Scott, but I'm buying it just based on. Your recommendation, I, I, just based on you telling me. That normally, I'd be nervous about that because I don't want to steer any of my friends wrong. Obviously, tastes sure, are different, sure. but in this case, it's just no way you don't like this. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, there's no way. I like I like both uh, gambling and cheating. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. Man, who do cheating I know? Like the, who do yeah, I, I hate the cheats? most? Actually, yeah. yeah, who do I know that has aces in his pocket right now and that would like to cheat? <laughs> oh, that's not an ace. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a that's a club. That's a club. Um, let's, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, it's downloading to my uh, deal right now. Nice. I think you're gonna love it. You'll have to tell me cool. when you're done. Yep, I, I will. I, really I totally like will. All right. Cool. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, you know what's fun is reading books. That's what's fun. Oh, I like that. I don't like cheating on reading books. Yeah, I don't like cheat. Uh, not. I like reading the books and not cheating on reading. I agree. <laughs> And uh, so to help us do that, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bring Amy in, who will help us figure out a way not to cheat as we read our books. That'll happen now. Hey, look who it is! It's Amy Robinson, aka Red Fraggle Three, joins us on Thursdays, makes book recommendations and uh, other sort of reading uh, issues <laughs> before the people. I don't know what I'm saying. Amy, welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Reading issues. That's reading <laughs> issues. You know, reading issues. We all have reading issues, and uh, we should read. When you get stuck on the toilet with nothing to read, that's, that's right. a reading issue. Definitely happens. Yeah. Uh, it's very nice to have you here. <laughs> I hope reading you're well. tissue. Yeah, reading tissue. Right. Uh, welcome back to the show. We're gonna we're gonna dive right in. I guess we got a. You sent me a clip here. Anything you want me to say, or do you want to say anything before I play um, it? Yeah. So I actually kind of want to introduce this one a little bit. So. Yesterday, we had kind of a a big event. Um, As you guys may have noticed uh, when we were in Vegas, Chuck does not drink. And I did notice that. Yeah. Yes, it's it's not uh, it's not for the reason that, you know, like you and Kim don't drink just because you don't drink. But um, Chuck actually has a problem. And so he decided um he actually got called out by one of our friends for being a little obnoxious at a at a party and mm. he was like okay that's it this is uh, this has become a problem i don't drink anymore mm. and um that was in uh, you know well it was a thanksgiving party so he stopped drinking uh december 1st of oh, wow. last year and so yesterday was his six month sober anniversary i guess <laughs> six month anniversary oh, of being sober yeah that's yeah. great yes. for him that's so, awesome um yeah and and it's really been great i mean he's really you know he misses it from time to time but it's like you know in fact he had a really hard time at the the video game place in vegas mm. because it was like wall full of tap handles <laughs> and everybody was ha- you know just casually having a beer and he was like 
Will you ask them if they have some non-alcoholic beer? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want a beer, you know. And thankfully, that place was so impressive. They did. They had not only an alcoholic Excuse me. I can't talk either today, Scott. Yeah. They had not only a uh, selection of non-alcoholic beer. They had like six. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. That's a lot yeah. of choices for non-alcoholic beer for yeah. a place that, that makes probably a good portion of its money on getting people drunk. No kidding. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and there was one there that, you know, we knew and recognized and knew that he liked. So that was cool. Nice. Um. So, yeah. So um. I just, you know, in honor of that, that's kind of what. Today's book is about, and it's actually a book recommendation from Chuck. So I, it's oh. like by proxy, this is this is Chuck's recommendation. I'm also in the middle of reading it, but and it is very good. But right. um, yeah, so um, and I will I will say also real quick, Scott. This the the narrator on this clip is not me. So okay. <laughs> it's okay. You don't need to freak out. That's right. I'm sus- <laughs> I'm suspicious every time now, but um, <clears throat> now that we've had this disclaimer, I feel like we're we're in safe water. So no worries. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's play it. Now consciously drinking to ease the shame of what I'd done while drinking the night before. The things I did in shared flats were usually not so much bad or dramatic as stupid and annoying, making a mess when trying to cook drunk late at night, eating flatmates' food as I never had enough of my own. Their alcohol drunk and replaced, drunk and replaced, asking to borrow ten or twenty pounds to see me over until payday, then going to the off-licence, slipping back into my room with the door closed and the window open. I would put a token number of bottles and cans in the recycling, then tie up the rest in carrier bags and push them into dustbins on the street. I left the house chinking and smelling of stale booze. There were empty bottles in the bottom of my wardrobe and empty cans lined up along my bedroom skirting board. My behaviour brought tension into the household. Unpredictable noise levels, Tuesday night parties with strangers, men I brought home, leaving my handbag outside the front door and possessions trailing up the stairs. These episodes were followed by the depressive shadow of my hungover days in bed. I was always getting into horrible states, but what other people perhaps didn't realise was that I didn't want to get into horrible states. I remember and respect the people who had the courage to try to talk to me about my drinking. I would nod and cry, but after the breakup I was self-pitying and self-justifying. You're quite right to be worried about me, I'd say. I'm in pain. He left me because of my drinking, so now I was free to drink. Jeez. Why is this woman's voice so familiar to me? Should I know who this is? I don't think so. Um, So that is Amy Liptrot, and this is her autobiography. Gee, I wonder uh, if oh, she's wow. got a British last name at all. That sounds like a very... <laughs> Liptrot. Liptrot. Trot, yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, she's actually from Scotland. And uh, yeah, she it, the, the whole story is essentially she ends up, you know, in London and she's, you know, partying and just drinking to excess and until... Basically, she hits rock bottom and then returns home to Orkney, which Orkney are the sort of the the outer islands on the on the edge of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot there, there's no way to drive to them. You have to take a ferry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're you know, I've I've been there. It's middle of nowhere <laughs> kind of place, you know, um, people actually raising sheep and. whatnot so yeah like we went to see this one lady who runs a wool shop out there and she actually has her own sheep and then spins the wool herself and i mean it's like it is full-on 
idyllic, you know, no, nobody for miles kind of place. Mm. So she ends up out there and, um, yeah. And, and basically gets her, gets herself clean and starts really enjoying just being on Orkney where she had been, you know, immersing herself in London partying and culture and things like that. Did we, so, did we say the name of the book yet? I don't know if we did. did we? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's called The Outrun. Oh, there it is. Okay. I wasn't sure which one I was clicking on here. I'm looking on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The she's Outrun. She's a brand new one this year. Oh, does yeah. she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yep. Cool. She's got uh, The Instant by Amy Liptrot as well. So, uh, yeah. And Chuck's very excited about that. He's like, Amy Liptrot has a new book. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. Let me finish this one. <laughs> she has a she has but, a very alluring uh, um, accent. I freaking love it. I could yeah. listen to that all day. All yeah, day she actually talks about her accent uh, in the book because apparently, you know, she like I said, she grew up on the Orkneys and then moved to London and lost a lot of her accent. And so... People from people from London didn't didn't believe that she was from there, and people from Orkney also don't believe that she's from there because her accent just got so weirdly muddled. But I love it; I could listen to her mm-hmm. talk all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really interesting story, and you'd almost think it's it's almost the reverse of what you'd think, right? Like uh, that someone with a problem with depression and drinking and stuff found their way by basically running away and being a hermit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of counterintuitive. But if you've ever been to Orkney, you can kind of understand why, because that place, the place itself is intoxicating because it's it's beautiful and there's there's nothing there's nothing to distract you. You know, you will be the only there's single track roads and and uh, you know, things like that and sheep blocking the road and you just have to kind of sit there and wait. I mean, it's that kind of place, you know, with, yeah. uh, you know, stone, stone walls. And Rolling green hills. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and puffins that invade the island, you know, seasonally and things like wait, that. Wait, what's and a it puffin? I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, like, they're like those little penguin. birds. Oh. Yeah, they yeah. look kind of like a cross between a toucan and a penguin. Oh, they're, they're, like, they're kind of furry. Uh, Furry looking thing. We went to uh, Skellig Michael in Ireland, that that uh, Octo from uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, we came out just outside of puffin season. Apparently, that thing is littered with puffins for the few months right before we went out there. And it would have been great. I really wish there would have been some puffins because I've never seen one. I mean, obviously in a zoo, but uh, yeah, I've never seen something like that in the wild. It just would have been amazing to they, see all that. They are, oh, they got those crazy beaks. Yeah, those are weird. Yeah. 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 It's really funny you say that, Brian, because when Chuck and I went to Scotland a handful of years ago and we spent some time on Orkney and he actually booked us with. And this is I recommend this to anybody. If you're going to go a place like this. You can hire a a local. There's usually people who do, you know, tour guides and stuff like that. And that's what they do. Hire a local person to just drive you around all day. And that's what we did. And we got this guy. His name was Kinley. And he drove us around and we asked about the puffins. And he was like, oh, those little bastards. They're never there. (laughs) When people people always want to go see these damn birds and they're never there. Right. right. It reminds me of the the there's a um, Alaskan cruise. One of the big things they push is, hey, for 250 bucks, you can go whale watching. Mm -hmm. And I talked to some people who the four times they've gone on this thing, they paid the 250 
mm-hmm. and no whales just no didn't show really? up. Oh yeah, and they can't control it. It's not like you can course, make the whales yeah. be there. But how frustrating. When we go to Alaska yeah, yeah. or when we do our cruise, when we are not doing the whale thing because I'm not throwing 250 bucks away. That's okay? a, a, a big gamble. It's funny. There, you should be able to get a cheaper excursion because imagine you're going to a port um, uh, where there's consistently whale appearances. You might be able to pay for a cheaper excursion that's not put up by the cruise, uh, cruise ship because yeah. we did that in um, Ketchikan and we saw – uh, we saw whales. Oh, you did see and, whales, but it was but it was like sixty bucks yeah. <laughs> compared to uh, oh, two hundred whatever. That's a lot yeah. better. Okay, well yeah. we'll, we'll yeah, look into I, it. I definitely, yeah. That there's something to be said for if you're traveling to a place like finding a local person instead of yeah. Uh, there's there's also something to be said for some of the from some of the cruise excursions themselves can be fun, and also you don't have to worry about a an excursion that was booked through the cruise line, they're not going to leave without you. Whereas if you just kind of get off the boat and do your own thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they'll leave. You <laughs> I know? just worry. I just, I always yeah. worry. I'm going to end up with like the Jay Peterman experience with Kramer behind the wheel of a school bus or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like they're going right. to say it's one thing, but it's just some guy and a puppet yeah. or I don't, I don't know what it would be. Um, but anyway, yeah. <clears throat> well, this, uh, this sounds interesting. I love people's, uh, documented journeys through to hard things. Mm-hmm. Those are Yeah, it's it's really good and it's it's also she does a lot of really rich descriptions of Orkney, which I think that's one reason why my husband likes this book so much is because it kind of transports him because he loves 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 Scotland. So uh, it, and it, but it is. She has like these gorgeous descriptions of things, and she talks about how in summer it never really gets dark; it just gets dim. Oh, uh, if you're if you're up in Orkney, so yeah. I've I have a really funny story about when we went to Orkney. If you guys, if we have time, yeah, if you go guys for it. Hear. We totally sure. have time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when when we went, we traveled all around Scotland. We did like a something like two or three weeks. We spent. We went to Glasgow. We went to uh, you know the Orkneys. We went to. Uh, I love, we went to Edinburgh, Edinburgh, all over the place. Yeah. And um, so when we, we took the ferry over to mainland Orkney, which that, that makes it sound like it's part of mainland Scotland, but it's Mm. not, it's just the biggest island in the Orkneys, um, which is, it's also just a rock in the middle of the ocean. There's nothing. Um, But we stayed at this wonderful bed and breakfast that was actually a farm. And, I should mention the rental car we had, they gave us a Fiat 500, which if you don't know what those are, it's like, it's huge for a car in the UK. And it was just the two of us. And people asked us, they were like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's basically if you took an SUV and like, it's a, it's a big station wagon, basically. Yeah. And you hear, Um, you hear Fiat. Someone someone (laughs) says Fiat and you go, oh, Fiat, that's a little tiny French car. A little tiny. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But no, the Fiat 500, she's, she got a big ass. So, um, (laughs) um, but anyway, we called her wonder pig because that was kind of what the license plate spelled. But anyway, um, I like what these look like. These are cool. I would drive one. Yeah. I mean, it was a great little car, but but not when you're, not when you're driving on the wrong side of the road, uh, in a, in a country that's known for having very narrow lanes, single track roads where you have to like pull up, pull over. (laughs) If there's a truck, you have to pull over and pray. Oh my God. Um, 
So, yeah. And one of our friends that lives over there, he asked us, like, why did you guys get such a big car? And we're like, I, I, I guess we were American. So they gave us the big car. I don't know. Like, we didn't ask for it. That's just what they gave us. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so we go we go to Orkney and we figure, OK, it's a tiny island. Let's just go out and explore. You know, we can just drive around. I mean, how hard can it be? Sure. We're not going to get lost or anything. It's a tiny island. So we go and we we drive into the little section of town where there's a pub and there's some shops and things. And my first clue should have been the fact that I told my husband to turn right and the signpost called it Hellhole Road. Mm. <laughs> that wow. should have been my first yeah, red flag. Probably. But yeah. I was we were all, oh, no, we're having an adventure. Let's go. So we're driving down this road and then all of a sudden... There's just no more road. There wasn't a sign that said dead end or yeah. anything. And when I say that, I don't mean that, like, you know, there was a cul-de-sac or anything like that. It was like a wall, a stone wall on one side, a building on the other side. And then it turned into a sidewalk with a handrail and everything. It was just no more road. And so we were like, okay, what do we do? Yeah. And so I said, okay, well, I guess just reverse until we can figure out how to you know do like a 16 point turn and get us out of here so we try doing that and then we're getting really again this car is way too big for this space long story short too late we got (laughs) (laughs) we got the car stuck in between the wall Uh, and the building uh, and And I was like, I we had done the thing where I got out of the car while Chuck was maneuvering it back and forth, you know, and uh, and and I'm like telling him, okay, you can move a little bit. Okay, no, you can't move a little bit. And then finally, he's looking at me and going, "What should I do?" And I said, "I have no idea. Your bumper's literally touching on both sides." So- oh my god! Wow. Don't, did they, yeah. Do they insure against that? Like, did you take it back for the rental and go, "Yeah, these scratches on the side, they were already there." Like, what'd you do? What'd you say? So okay, so here's here's the really fun part. I am freaking out because i'm like oh my god how are we even gonna get out of this and then we had a cell phone so we called the lady at the bed and breakfast and we told her what had happened and we were asking if there was a tow truck or something and she said no we don't have a tow service on the island we just use a tractor and i was like oh my god there's no way (laughs) you're not gonna get a tractor down here so she her husband the farmer she says, okay, well, I'll ask Robbie when he gets back, you know, we'll just, he's, he's out feeding the calves right now. So, but when he comes back, I'll send him up there. And of course it starts to rain. Somebody comes, a dude just walking down the street comes walking down and looks at us. And I'm like, I'm sorry, we're dumb and we're stuck here. <laughs> You're welcome to go through our car if you want. And he's like, no, that's okay. I'll just go around. (laughs) Wow. So so Robbie shows up and looks at it and is like, well, you did well getting it that far. And so he brings a jack. And it was like one of those rolling jacks like they have at NASCAR races and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And he brings one of those and just jacks it up. And we just shove it over. (laughs) That's how we got it unstuck. (laughs) And the punchline is, to answer your question, Scott, when I looked at, you know, they give you the little manifest for the car when you rent a car and it tells you where there's already damage or whatever. The back bumper 
was already scratched oh, when we got nice. it. Nice. Okay. And and it That's said kind of carte that, blanche to do whatever you want to the back. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so yeah, we and they when we returned the car, the rental place, they never said anything, never charged awesome. us any extra or anything like that. So we completely got away with it. But yeah, I will. I'll send you. I'll, I'll. I'll send you the picture. Chuck is in the chat right now, saying, "Yeah, there's a picture. It's. It's amazing. Like you can see that this car is completely wedged in there. It looks like oh I photoshopped God. it in there. It's hilarious. That's great. So yeah, that was our little. Our little adventure on mainland Orkney. Nice. Uh, nice. Um, well, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the book because of your description. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I might it's check great. It out. And or- Orkney is a wonderful place to go and visit if you just want to not exist for a while. You know, if you Off just want grid, to everything. Yeah. 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 It's great. Um, I mean, and there's internet out there, but it's pretty slow. And, um, but you know, it's it at this place that we stayed, the farm we stayed at. They, she served us giant, humongous, full English breakfast, full oh. Scottish breakfast, and like with eggs that had come out of the chicken's butt that morning, you know, kind of thing. So awesome! Oh my gosh, I'm just visualizing the the sausages and the uh, the fried tomato, and oh mm-hmm. my god, that all sounds so good right now. I want that mm-hmm. right this freaking second. My yeah. gosh, yeah. Do they have the they have the black pudding or the or the haggis, you know, the sheep there parts. Was, yeah. There was haggis. I never got up the courage to try haggis. I just couldn't. I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it. But Chuck had some. Yeah, but yeah, there was haggis. And um, I don't remember. Zoe's asking if there was black pudding. I don't mm-hmm. remember if there was black pudding or not. Because I, I that would not be. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't, I, have, I wouldn't uh, have partaken in the uh, black pudding. Because <laughs> I'm a chicken. But <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, Zoe wanted to correct Brian. Brian at one point said driving on the wrong side of the road, which I know what he meant. Yeah. But then she quickly said, not the wrong side, the left side. She yeah. says. Uh-huh. Well, right. actually, uh-huh. not even that. It's a single track road. So you yeah, have you're no, driving on both sides. You, there is you no are side. driving <laughs> on. Yeah. You're driving <laughs> on the road. The yeah. road. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I hate those. No those stress me road. out so bad where you just don't know if you're going to be able to get around somebody. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Plus, in Europe, yeah. they were all nobody ever had the forethought to double lane anything back then. They were just like, "Nah, we'll right. work it out." Right. These two horses, oh, we'll and just carriages. get the horses around each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some bad forethought on the on our British uh, heritage. Uh, well, anyway, uh, go check it out. It is called uh, "Out the Outrun: A Memoir." And is available now on Kindle, audiobook, hardcover, paperback, all that stuff, audio CD, whatever you, whatever your flavor of choice is, by Amy Liptrot. Is it trout or trot? Trot. Trot. Lip trot. Lip trot. Amy Lip trot. Yep, it's an amazing name and quite a good book according to all these reviews. Plus what you said, I think it sounds like a real good read. Uh, Amy, uh, anything else you want to tell people? Yes. So we are firming up details for this Asheville meetup. It's going to be the weekend of September 10th in Asheville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't already filled out the survey, please do. It's been posted to all the places. Um, And but we'll post it again for anybody who needs it. Um, And there we go. Chuck just threw it in the chat there. Uh, So, yeah, go fill out your survey. Let us know because we're we're looking to book a place to stay pretty soon. So So you guys are going to throw everybody all together in like one big Airbnb or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Sounds awesome. (laughs) You guys are you guys are cool. Uh, I was uh, so the other day I said to Kim, I said, "Hey, did you know about this?" And I pointed it out when it was. She goes, 
oh, we should go. And I said, we should, except we'll be on a boat that day. She's like, (laughs) oh, right. So you're going to be, that's the same time as your cruise? Because it's the same time as my trip to D23 Expo. Yeah, we're all, all of us are effed. (laughs) Perfectly timed for TMS, poorly timed for the meetup. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I but I'm really excited to see how you guys do and how much fun you're going to have. It's going to be great to hear for about. Sure. It. Yeah, um, we got we got Dunaway to commit to coming, so cool. we, oh, we will great. have a Dunaway, and we're um yeah we're reaching out to Dan, the tabletop man. We're going to have lots of gaming. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the Retrocade in Asheville. We'll so uh, we'll come to two point Scott and I'll be there for two point Yeah, whatever two point cool. is, let's let's make it happen. That sounds like a lot of fun. Plus, I've never been to sure. uh that. Asheville, Asheville, yeah. never been there. Asheville, it's yeah. pretty, Beautiful. it's nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's lots Asheville of really good Citizen food. Times, is uh, if I remember correctly. I, I was going to ask if you did a there, paper yes. there. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to double check it, Asheville. I'm going to see if I have it right. That that's one I remember uh, very distinctly. It's better than the picky. No, what's the New Orleans one? Asheville Citizen Times. Sure enough, nice, nice. Brian yep. has had his hands all over those people. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, well, there you have it. Uh, hey, Amy, one. we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. And uh, as we get closer to the event, we'll make sure we uh, give as many people as much heads up as possible. Have a fantastic Ooh. week. We'll see you next you time. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to do the morning news and uh, finish some stuff up there. But uh, before that, a quick song break that Brian has yeah. brought. What do you got there? Uh, big thanks to Earshot Media for this one. Uh, this is a band called Pretty Killer. They're from Worcester, Mass. And uh, they've got a brand new single called Blossom. It's also featuring some guest appearances by Kellen Quinn and Monty Zahn. Um, this is great. This is uh, uh, they, they locked themselves in a Vermont cabin near the Canadian border um, to, to come up with this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grunge pop new punk um anyway it's really really good here's the song uh blossom by pretty killer i was suicidal Cobain was my idol at a tender age in bloom faded in a basement with a new replacement looking for a different view yeah i try to put the bottle down no one was left they not around it Shining, I'm on the outside, but I wanna be home. 
always be here by your side No matter what happens on this ride I'm your pony boy and I'm still riding Told you stay cold and you're still shining I'm on the outside but I wanna be There's distance not too far I'm hauling a folding I got you, you're golden Did you know that if you eat well and you exercise and you sleep well and you drink a lot of water, you still die? Morning stream. That's my safety word. All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, Brian, who was that again? That is uh, the band Pretty Killer featuring Kellen Quinn and Monty Zahn and a song called Blossom. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. Well, we've returned. Yeah. Uh, that means it's time for a little bit of this uh, this stuff here. Yeah, that's right. It's the morning news, and it's brought to you by. It's brought to you by Coverville today, uh, featuring the music of Charles Negron II, uh, who's turning uh, eighty this week or next early next week. You're saying who is Charles Negron II? Well, he's also known as Chuck Negron, and he's also one of the dogs in Three Dog Night. Yeah, it's a band with three lead singers, so they called themselves Three Dog Night. So covers of a band that's known for doing a lot of covers. A lot of the songs that you love by Three Dog Night are actually covers of other song of other uh, people, like Joy to the World. And uh, let me pull up some other ones here. Um, and not not that. joy to not that one. Joy to the joy world. To the all world, the boys and all girls. All the boys and girls. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shambhala, black and white. Mama told me not to come. Never been to Spain. All of these are songs that were originally done by other people, but they turned them into massive hits. And uh, and so we're going to hear some other versions of those songs that they also covered, plus some songs that they did originally and some covers that they did of lesser known. Uh, or, or songs that weren't big hits for them that they did covers of. So all of that coming up today, um, I believe normal time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. That gives me time to see if I can uh, figure out the um, Marvel Snap streaming. And if I don't if I don't stream Marvel Snap, then I'll probably stream uh, this new Card Shark thing. Oh, yeah, you should. That People would love watching that. It's got story to it, but it's all done in text, so it's it's not like you have to hear it. Uh, cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, as far as I know. I don't think there's been any voice yet, but anyway, I'm so excited right. for you to play that. Yeah, uh, yeah so wait. check it out. 1 p.m. today, live Coverville at uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. All right. Exactly. Uh, end of an era, everybody. Let's celebrate for a moment the removal. I don't know if we should celebrate it. I don't know if it's sad for some people. <laughs> I don't know. But the very last payphone in New York City. Public payphone moved. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like a Paul Simon song. It's the last payphone <laughs> in New York City. It kind of it does. Let's yeah. bring him out of semi-retirement and make him do that right. song. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's an end of an era. This is the final uh, one of these is being removed. Um, the neighbors are so glad that the constant random ringing of mm-hmm. that last payphone will finally stop. Yep, it'll finally stop. And no more... 
you know, somebody down there trying to uh, uh, avoid police and then they got to trace sure. them and they'd only had a minute to do it and then they barely missed it because the guy hung up. All those tropes, they're all gone now. Yep. Yep. Where would uh, Superman change, though? It says here, oh yeah, good point, right? That's his whole deal. Uh, yep. With the advent of cell phones, the payphones across the world have vanished, but one remained on 7th Avenue until its removal, removal on Monday by Link New York City, whichever, whatever that is. The removal of the payphone in New York began in 2015. Uh, that's when they started to remove them. Uh, they uh, Link NYC is the technology that essentially replaced them. Um, it's like, uh, I guess, digital billboards that offer free Wi-Fi on the street. So it's you, you have a communication. These are communication hubs that replaced cell phones, or sorry, pay phones, but they're mm-hmm. there to give you, uh, you know, Wi-Fi to whatever device you're using. So... Anyway, since they installed that, it facilitated over 3 billion Wi-Fi sessions and more than 10 million subscribers. Uh, the digital billboards also display PSAs. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, this apparently, according to Snopes.com, big thanks to Taxicab, is fake. What? CBSNews.com. Yeah. This isn't some CBS fake site. News and even the NYC Office of Technology and Innovation said, proud to bid farewell to New York City's last payphone. However, um, let's see here. Uh, the removed Times Square payphones are not even close to being the last ones remaining in New York City. On TikTok, one user commented, this is not true. There are many still in New York City. Another person responded, there's a payphone on the Upper West Side. Weird. Okay, yeah. why do they say these are the... Just, why? Because why? They, they forgot about those other ones. Uh, CBS. <laughs> the, the communication department of New York City kind of forgot that there were these other payphones in these other places. All right, so they went through the, the schmoo of acting like it was a big deal because they had like a crowd around it yeah, and all that. Yeah, like a cutting of the... Do they do, Instead of a ribbon cutting, do they cut the, uh, the cord that connects the receiver to the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great, right? Just like that would snippet. be great, like giant scissors. Yeah. Well, all right. So it's not the last one. It's the last one on Seventh Avenue. How about that? There you go. Yeah, last one in Times Square. And you know what? That's something because yeah. those are probably uh, gross. Covered I can't, with gross. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw one. I can't think of one. I've seen a phone. Tell, yeah. uh, uh, one of those. Not. I didn't see Let any alone in Vegas. Using one. I'm trying to think. of The last time I may have used a, a payphone. Oh, it's been like 20 plus years for me. Yeah. Something like that. Like early, late 90s. Probably was in Asheville, North Carolina. Like, probably at one of these, you know, installations. And I come back to the airport and I'm like, oh, my Trio 650 is dead. I'll use a payphone to call Tina and let her know I'm flying back. Yeah. Yeah. Or when when I I had, you know, where we all had a pager era where we all had pagers for a hot minute and you had to go to some phone and call the pager and find out what the hell happened. Right. Right. That's back when we had. Long distance charges. What were we yes. doing? Yes. Oh my gosh. What a what a what a racket. Everything was a racket back then. Still is today. <laughs> still. Oh yeah. Don't worry. We still have rackets. Plenty of rackets. But some of these, they just blow my mind that we, they ever got away with it. Like long distance phone calls, as if as if you had to do shit to to do anything to take it further on the copper. It's so stupid. Right. Um, yeah. Out of the country, I get it. You know, there's a lot of sure, stuff involved. Sure, but it makes sense. A lot of things state that to state. Have to be in place, like but, right. me calling somebody in Idaho, freaking f off. That's stupid. Why was that ever a thing? The other thing that was dumb is when text messaging started. They charged mm-hmm. you per text. Yeah, yeah. Or per I'm sorry, it was a character limit or something. Oh, right? really? I mean, you still get those. Uh, you know, your messaging rates may apply or something like that. You know, you yeah, still everyone get those. still says that, even though most don't. Char- I don't think anyone charges it. <laughs> no. I don't know who, ch- if, if there's any, 
The cell phone company that's still charging for texting, man. So bad. Like, what yeah. are we doing? But honestly, I think the next domino in that thing to fall, and it's already kind of falling in a lot of places, is any kind of bandwidth limits, like like bandwidth mm-hmm. caps mm-hmm. from ISPs. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a version of that. It's a total joke, total racket, total BS. Quit doing it. Yeah, all it's going to take is like the first one saying no. We're 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 getting we're doing away with that because that's what that's what does that is is uh, companies trying to be competitive with each other otherwise you know they're all just getting together and saying hey you know what we figured out we can charge them for uh for having a number nine on their phone what yeah. do you think of that well, yeah. let's charge them for having a number nine yeah let's do it bill freaking hate mm-hmm. it i understand we live in a you know a profitable society everybody's got to figure out their angle but freaking knock it off hate it yeah uh all right here's a here's a story okay a man disguised as an old woman <laughs> attacked Mona Lisa with a cake. This is I kind of... saw the video for the. I think we all saw the video for this. Holy crap! I have not yeah. seen the video for this yet. Is oh, video? really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There must be on this link. He does, and then he turns to the camera and says, "Fight the real enemy." Oh, well, what? <laughs> he says, "Think." He says something just as stupid. He says, "Think about the planet." Or really? Something along those lines. Okay, yes. so this is him doing one of those deals. All right, yes. so this is in the Louvre in Paris. Uh, this part I knew yesterday, May 29th or was that yesterday, a couple days ago, uh, man disguised as a, uh, as a woman, just uh, smeared cake all over the Mona Lisa. And, uh, one Twitter user wrote a man dressed as an old lady jumped out of a wheelchair and attempted to smash the bulletproof glass of the Mona Lisa before smearing cake on the glass. Um, it's important to note those things are protected. They don't, you know, you can't yeah, just break yeah. them. <laughs> they are now, uh, there was like a janitor, you know, uh, 20 years ago who took the Mona Lisa home for a while, like the, some, some oh, sort of inside right. job deal. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. Whatever happened yeah. to him? Jail, I assume. I'm sure. Yeah. He's yeah. French, French jail, French jail, no cheese or baguettes for you. No. Or maybe it's only cheese and baguettes. Maybe it's only yeah. cheese and baguettes. <laughs> That's all he gets to eat in that yeah. place. Um, let's see. The man who I, identity had not been confirmed claims to be an environmental protester. As Brian said, he yelled this stuff. Quote, think about the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about that. All the artists tell you to think about the earth. All the artists think about the earth. That's why I did this. <laughs> think about the planet, shouted the disguised man as he was escorted out of the museum. Uh, okay. All right. Needs Thanks. a couple uh, more lines. He needs a little more repertoire to yeah, his Yeah, uh, exactly. Stuff. Like, uh, did you... Maybe, maybe uh, I don't know, write it down on your arm if you need uh, some more notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a little, some cliff note. Cliff notes? Clip. What, no. What's the word I'm looking for? Crib Cram, notes. You need the cramming or... Uh... Is it crib notes? Crib sheet? Crib... Oh, crib notes. Crib notes, yes. Crib notes. Crib yeah, notes is crib correct. Notes. Yeah. Why is that? that sounds weird. Cribbing. Someone in the chat says it doesn't matter because they keep these paintings somewhere else in a vault. These are fakes. Is that true? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Would they, you know, would they tell us? It feels like that does feel like something that people would assume and say and make up the story for. So oh, that, yeah, that's a fun conspiracy. I'm just saying, is yeah. it true? I mean, how would you know? Maybe that's why it's a conspiracy because yeah, nobody maybe knows. The yeah. Illuminati uh, have all of these things in their basement. Yeah, that's how they that's that's when you know you hit. The, I'm not talking about the Doctor Strange Illuminati. I'm no, talking about the, uh, no, the no. real Illuminati. But when you you know you've hit Illuminati level when suddenly they give you a, a famous old painting and you have to put it in your house. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Like, you here's still, a you still haven't seen Doctor Strange in the no multiverse. When that as soon as that hits Disney Plus, I'm in. Okay, uh, you got me there. I'll watch that movie for sure. Uh, I am keeping up 
episode to episode with uh, with the uh, Obi Wan, uh, the Obi Wan. Although, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have time last night, but today we're gonna watch it. <laughs> so, so really, you just watched the first two episodes that dropped last week. Yeah. So I'm gonna. <laughs> my goal is I don't want to see. I don't want to have them stack. I'm gonna try to catch them. Yeah. Before yeah. the next. We one actually comes out. we watched all three of the first episodes last night, just back to back to back, and uh, dang, it's good. It is. Uh, so it's so not what I was expecting. I really, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to say, you know, in case people haven't watched it, but I, I really thought that um, we were going to be following another direction with him. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah. I didn't expect, uh, I, even from the first it makes complete time. and total sense sure. because of things that are said in, in A New Hope. These modern Star Wars writers, though, you know what they sure like? They like uh, a grizzled crusty old guy walking around the universe and they like to have a little baby version of something with them. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. I'm not saying I it's bad. I do like that they have a little baby version of something that the little baby version has as yeah. well, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, yes. there's always a little object that the little baby something's obsessed I with. Need to, I need to uh, print that, by the way. I'm working. I need to, need to really quickly get that one together. Yeah, get that one out. But And I'm not even saying this is a problem. I'm just saying... Some similarities exist. Sure, sure. That's all. You need a little a cute sidekick, is what uh, every Disney Plus show has. Yeah, it's a you know it's a it's a boy and his dog kind of deal. That's what's going on here. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. What are, where, oh, it's geez, it's time. Uh, so I'll save oh, these other two stories for later. There, there's one of these I can't wait to do on Monday or no, yeah, Monday. <laughs> uh, they okay. So we're done with news. Real quick here, we have um, a PM tomorrow. I don't know if Dan's here or not. We're we're gonna find out. Okay. Oh, I've got I've got a game. I've got App Slappy to do if we don't. Yeah, same. I'll do a bigger report on this whole Diablo Immortal thing uh, if if Dan's not here. If he is here, uh, well, of course, we'll have Dan, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain. 2 or 2.30? What do we do? 2. We do 2. Right? Do we do <laughs> It is two, isn't it? Yes, yes. We do two because then I do guess the connection at three thirty right after. Oh, that's yes. right. Okay, so two o'clock tomorrow, PM edition. It's, <laughs> it's, it's for, been a while, folks. Come it's on. been a while. It's for patrons only, so just make sure you check it out. One quick final thing: got a, a complaint to register for a for a listener. Uh, oh, this is from okay. Braxton. Right. He sent this in. Does he not like the way I name something? Yeah, it's he doesn't like any of that, and it's your shirt is the pro, is the big problem. Just kidding. Sure, let him complain about that. Yeah. If he, and I can't hear him over it, so whatever. Yeah, here's his, here's his theme for that. He says, "I don't." Appre-, this is Braxton. It says, "I don't appreciate the sudden change in music for Dunaway's intro for the Monday and Wednesday game shows. Please correct this ASAP." Mm-hmm. Uh, no, here's why I took it out and changed it. I didn't say earlier why, but here's why: I started getting takedowns from YouTube mm-hmm. because yeah. it's a song that. Well, it's not even a whole song. It's a piece of a song that's very popular, and you know, people get it's, weird. Uh, it's actually a piece of two songs that's very popular. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Perez. Prado and uh, whoever that uh, Mambo number five, that guy, whatever that guy's I can't name think it was is. name either. But yeah, as a result, I was Lou, starting Lou to Bega. get... Lou Bega. Lou Bega, that's it. So I was getting all these like threatening like takedown notices and stuff because YouTube's weird. And so I went with something that I made sure was 100% copyright free, which is this thing, which is totally fine. It works fine. It's exactly what they played uh, to get Elvis to come up on stage. That's right. His fat years. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Best years. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go, Braxton. That's your answer. And I, I wish I wish your last name was Hicks. 
uh, or Hicks. So you'd be Braxton yeah. Hicks. I think that'd be great. Yes, I get that. Yeah. yeah you get that little reference there that I made there. Glad you, glad you explained. Yeah. <laughs> the best jokes the are always ones you have to explain. pieces together. Yeah. yeah. They're the best jokes. Like, if you explain them, you've yeah. obviously, you've, you've won comedy. <laughs> you're, you're a comedy legend. All right, I that's wish it. that his first, that he had a prename called Tony, because then he'd be <laughs> Tony Braxton. Oh, I see. See, that's yeah. pretty good. See, Tony yeah, Braxton. That's not bad. Like, Tony Braxton, the singer. So you have to explain it. Yeah, else, Tony Braxton, the singer, yes. Yeah, or else the joke doesn't work. Uh, all right. <laughs> Uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks for being here. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support our show. It's a brand new month, so it's a perfect time to hop in. I'm about to submit some brand new artwork for the month, and when I do that, I always think of you fine folks at home. So if you want to collect all of that or just get in on one of the other levels, it's super cheap. As low as a buck a month, you can get in and be a part of it. That is Patreon.com slash TMS. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. We're going to play a final song now and leave you. Brian, what is it? Yes, we are playing a song, and it's going out to Corinna. She says, Hi, Spaghetti and Bolognese. I'm emailing from the sunny beaches of Manitoba, Canada. Whoa. Hit the button. Hit the button. Oh, Canada. Canada. There it is. There you go. I've been listening since the instant started, along with my brother-in-law, Jordan. He is a cop, and his birthday is on June 2nd. He's too macho to admit that his favorite song is Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Brian, can you please play a cover of his most absolutely favorite song of all time? Boy, this is starting to sound sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, Scott, can I get a Flamingo Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, well, first you can get this. Okay, for that's for your that's for your brother-in-law. For your officer brother. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh what was you said Obi what was it? A flamingo Obi-Wan Kenobi. I guess it's a van clip. I don't know what the flamingo part is. All right. You have well. him just saying Obi-Wan Kenobi oh, I think that's what I know what it is. Okay, so here's the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi <laughs> Obi. And then uh, <laughs> And then Flamingo I think is him swearing. Um, let me make sure I, that's what I think okay. this is. All right. Uh, yeah, here we go. What the f- I'll just play. That's all I got. He, he used <laughs> to be right, able to enough. say, he used to be, couldn't say flamingo without saying the F word, but that's all. I don't nice. have any recordings of it. So, so, so dang cute. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Jordan, from your favorite sister-in-law. As we say in Canada, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Love it. Uh, sure. Shake it off. Okay. I could play a cover of Shake It Off. I was singing it yesterday because I had been spending the morning looking for just the right cover of the song to play on uh, TMS. And I think I found it. Um, how about a, uh, a Humpa Humpa version? Yes. A, uh, like a Norwegian, uh, uh, what do they call that? Humpa Humpa music. It's kind of like polka, polka music, <laughs> lots of horns and stuff. I hope it's called Humpa Humpa. It's I called Humpa it. Humpa music. Okay. Uh, this comes from, this is a band called the Hemaita Dimish. Hemaitadimish. Hemaitadimish. Nailed it, I'm sure. Let's call it that. Um, this is uh, from their 2019 album, Circus Obercrane. And um, listen, somebody, I can't remember who it was. Somebody let me know about this band and I immediately paid for all of their albums which you can't get on streaming and i had to buy them and have them shipped from norway wow because they're, they're so good wow all yes right. all covers all fantastic uh here you go here's their cover of taylor swift's shake it off see you guys on pm for the rest of you on monday
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Don't care about no bandage-wrapped mummy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.